Welcome back to Life in 10. This is episode 69. So it looks like, well, potentially we have a president now. I'm just glad we finally know who it is. <laughs> just stop waiting around trying to figure out what's going on. I know there's still other things out on in limbo, but, you know, it is what it is um, now. And we'll just see if things change later, I guess. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen at this point. Let's just move on. I'm just glad the whole thing's over. Um, besides that, though, on Friday after work, I ran uh, some product to a few of my customers that needed um, just some extra things for the weekend. I think with the, I mean, it's just been a beautiful, beautiful weekend being nice out. I think most stores were certainly planning on customers coming in and buying a product to cook out and enjoy some you know, outdoor time before winter officially hits. It doesn't really feel like November out there, does it? I was, as, as I was on my way back, I was flipping through the radio stations and I came across a gospel channel. And there was a choir singing a song that I hadn't heard before and it kind of sounded pretty cool. So I stopped and listened. And I don't know what it is about good gospel choirs, but uh, when they sing... To me, it's like you feel like a piece of heaven just like coming down. It's just that there's just so much passion in their words and how they sing. And if you even get to see them, like I've seen uh, Kirk Franklin uh, live a couple of times. And it's just uh, like it's encouraging and it's an inspiring almost. Now, after the song, the DJ came on and shared a clip from an interview he did with the pastor recently. And I just found what the pastor said pretty interesting, and it really got me thinking about uh, a lot of stuff. So here's what the pastor said. He said, every day we are dealing with three different kingdoms in the spiritual realm. The kingdom of light, the kingdom of darkness, and then the kingdom of this world. He said the election happened in the kingdom of this world. And as believers, we know that God is above that. He said our prayers recently have been oddly skewed based off which party we align with. He said we've all been praying a certain candidate wins, but what if we prayed that God's will be done instead? Now, let me say this. I'm not going to go too far down the road with this conversation on this week's podcast because I feel like it takes me down some pathways that I'm not yet comfortable talking about yet. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think we will, but I need to seek kind of some wisdom on some of this before I feel like I can ultimately share it with you because when certain people say things like that, not that I'm necessarily that, that I'm disagreeing, it's that uh, it brings up a lot of questions. And it brings up a lot of point of views that I think people would, uh, at least my mind goes down and I, I think others would. And I would hope that you would find the, you know, either the Facebook page or reach out to me directly to uh, kind of engage in this conversation because, I mean, it is, it's a, it is a tough one. It's a tough topic to cover. But to kind of keep it on point this week, and again, I want to explore it and might even have a, a guest on next week that will help us get there. 
The thing I want to challenge you with this week is simply ending our prayers much differently. Listen, we all want the new job or the new house or uh, you know the missing partner, you know the person you're supposed to be with, the the raise or the situation that we're currently in to get better, or our health to improve, and on and on and on. And those are appropriate, and it's even encouraged. We pray for those type of things that we go to God and say, "Listen, I'm in this situation." Here is where I would like to be. But I'm now thinking that we should end all of our prayers with, yes, God, this is what I would want to do, or this is how I'd want it to happen. But God, it's what you want that matters, not what I want. Let your will be done in all situations. Now, the verse where this is pulled from actually shows up in the first four books of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's actually worded in all four books. The first three, though, take place in the same context as they are telling the story of when Jesus was arrested and crucified and the moments before that took place. Now, Jesus speaks this line in the Garden of Gethsemane. So you might even, I don't know if you've seen The Passion of the Christ, you'll remember this piece when he was actually looking up to heaven, uh, looking to the moon, and like the clouds kind of cover it. Um, He's preparing, what he's doing is he's preparing his mind and heart for what is about to take place. Now, in prayer, he says with, and you can tell, with a very troubled heart, he said, my father, if there is any way Get me out of this, but please, not what I want. You, what do you want? So another translation says it this way. It says, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. So the thing is, Jesus knew what was about to happen to him. I mean, it's by far, I I don't know of anything worse, the most gruesome, disturbing torture that any human could face on this planet. I mean, scripture even says in Luke that he was so distraught from the idea of going through this that his sweat fell like drops of blood off of his head. But Jesus knew why he was sent to the earth to begin with. So to face this end for our sake, It was part of the written plan and even prophesied hundreds of years before he even came. Although he didn't want to face such pain, he knew ultimately it's what God wanted to happen, not him. Now, Jesus used this in terms of life and death. I feel like we've turned this phrase more like we we use it more like when we've given up on the situation we have been praying about it's like we recognize that it's not turning out how we thought so we just say well it's i guess it's just whatever god wants and it's not what i want it's almost like we're we're almost disappointed and that's obviously certainly not the right way to go about it or the right even mindset in this scenario We should go to God to ask for things and to find wisdom and to ask for certain situations 
in our lives to turn out a different way. But I really feel like we should always follow that with, but God, do what you know is the best possible solution for this situation and for my life. Because it's kind of taking it out of your hands and placing it in his and saying, even though this is what I want, I definitely want what you want to happen. Because the reality is, I mean, we think we we always know what's best. But I'll ask you this. How many times were you praying about something and it turned out the way you it didn't turn out the way you thought it would, but it actually turned out better? I mean, think of those moments where you look back and now know that and even think to yourself, wow, I'm glad it didn't turn out how I was praying that it would. And I think we've even talked about it before, but it's what I call like the power of unanswered prayers. And when you look at it, it's not even necessarily so much that they went unanswered. It's that they took a turn for the better. The prayer for that job that we were hoping to get and we didn't turned out we got a better one anyway. And that's just an example, but it's those moments later on that we realized that God's will was much, much better for us than what we wanted at the time. Now, I work with uh, some great people. I mean, they really are, but there are only a few um, and not to put down anybody else, but there's only a few at my job that really, I think, see the big picture. A lot of times when we are in the moment, we only see that moment. We tend to make decisions that benefit, benefit us in that specific moment without seeing the bigger picture. We can make decisions that better us not just in this moment, but years down the road. But we are so accustomed to that like instant satisfaction that we don't always connect those dots. Here's the thing. God sees the bigger picture. So we need to remind ourselves of this when we pray. We have to trust that he knows what he's doing. It's not our will but his will that be done. Never forget that you are fully loved and you are highly valued. Next week, we'll go into this hopefully a little bit more. Have a great week.